In some African cultures, the tendency would be when there is a loss or there would have been some major form of tragedy that people would leave their fields and leave their homes and just journey to this place or the home of, of mourning. And there might be times when there would be singing, there might be times when there would be speaking, but the, the big deal about, about all of this really was they would just leave their fields and they would leave their flocks, they would leave their work and they would leave all that they had to do in, in that day and just journey to the place, to the home of mourning. Because just being there was saying something. Sometimes without even saying a word, just being there is saying something. I want us to appreciate that as we think about what it means to support somebody, what it means to be a community, what it means to be a village, what it means to be a church, what it means to be a family, sometimes in the most darkest points in our lives, we don't have to say anything much. We don't have to think up grand things to do or, or huge ways to show that we do care. Sometimes just showing up is saying something. Because for these people in these cultures, these cultures that I'm referring to, they, they couldn't really afford to... To, to miss a day of work because they literally, their, their, their bread was earned by the work that they put in on a day-to-day -day and hourly basis. So I want us to appreciate just being there said something. Some of them couldn't walk with chickens or they couldn't bring a cow. Some of them couldn't do anything much but just being there was saying something. If you didn't know, let me share something with you so that this could build some more context for those who probably were sitting there uneasy as to, to what's really going on. We, we sang a little bit more than we are accustomed to. Is Brother, is Brother Morgan going to preach for the next 30 minutes and keep us here? Like, what is really going on? I, I need for us to appreciate something that, that there are times in, in a family's life when just being there says something. We have the opportunity to participate and worship in a way like never before when, when we have the avenue to not just praise God. My praise, my singing to God is me, is me thanking God for his goodness and for his grace. But there is a next benefit to singing. It's, 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 it's coupled right underneath there with praising God. It's, it's, it's me being able to connect with my fellow brethren. It's me able to, 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 to share a word of encouragement. If you didn't know, we've been preaching for the past hour or so. You have had the opportunity to preach to yourself, to preach to your spouse, to preach to your brother, to preach to your neighbor, to preach to your cousin, to preach to the person in front of you, to preach to the person beside you, to preach to each other, we have had the opportunity to sing and encourage each other in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. 
So lest you didn't realize, we've had over 300 plus preachers this morning. But what would it look like if I were to just come here and stand up for 30 minutes and just keep my mouth closed? You guys would say, what kind of preacher is this? He doesn't really know what his job is. The, the entire point of coming up here to stand and, and share a word is there, there must be something audible coming out your mouth. But here's what I want us to see. The entire purpose of singing praise and, and singing on the whole is offering God that which belongs to God, but also encouraging somebody right here in the pew. Let me share some information without sharing too much information. Between November of last year and roughly to about a week and a half ago, I've spoken to no less than eight people who have had some type of suicidal thought. People that are sitting right here and, and that have sit, sat right where we are. And, and if you didn't know it, you would, not, you would not for a minute guess that this person, these people are, are, are struggling with, with this type of depression to think on such a thing. So many people have lost loved ones. Just this morning, we have several homes that are mourning. And I need for us to understand that sometimes just showing up says something. But when you show up, be willing at times to encourage. Could I read this text for you and I'll just give you a, a brief word of encouragement and we'll huddle up and pray together. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, reading from verse number 2. Verse number 12, I'm just going to read these texts. And if you don't mind, I want to ask you to stand with me as I, as I read this text. And if you're not too sophisticated, I know some of us might be in some seats by ourselves, but if you could just, if you're in a row by yourself, just go maybe to the row behind you or the row in front of you. Find somebody that you could stand with or stand next to. If you didn't come with family, just, just, just mosey right along. I'm telling you, there's somebody that's willing to, to hold your hand or to wrap an arm around you. If, if you're next to your spouse and you don't mind holding your spouse's hand or just, just, just leaning up, up inside of them, that's fine as well. I, I want everybody to be touching off. I want you to be close. And if you don't mind, if you want to hold hands, I see a bunch of guys in the front here, that's fine. If you don't want to hold hands, you could just lock arms if you don't, if you don't mind. <laughs> if you want to throw your hand over somebody, that's fine as well too. But I want to read this text. And as I read this text, I want you to just stay focused with me for about a minute in this reading. We're going to read from verse number 12, and we're going to end at verse number 26. But when I get to verse number 26, I want you to pay close attention to verse 26. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. 
For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greeks, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore really not of the body? And if the air should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore really not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were the hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if there were all one member, and if they, sorry, were all one member, where would the body really be? But now indeed there are many members, yet he says one body. Hold on to somebody that's next to you. Make sure they know you're there and make sure you know they're there. Just grab somebody. We're almost done with the reading. He says, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head say to the feet, I have no need of you. Look to the person next to you and say, I need you. Now look to the person next to you and say, you need me too. Hmm. No. Much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body, having given greater honor to the part which lacks it. That there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Focus with me now on verse 26. And if one member suffers all members suffer with it repeat that one more time that, 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 that's good preaching Paul that, that's, that's, that's good preaching right there if, that, that if one member suffers all the members suffer with it or if one member is honored then truly all the members rejoice with it Pain is hard to deal with. But pain is a good indicator that not only is something wrong, but it's also a good indicator that something is right. If your body feels pain, it's usually an indicator that something is 
wrong. If, if you were punging that nail into that board and you slipped the nail and hit your thumb, that throbbing that makes you fall to your knees and scream out, hopefully, oh God, and nothing else. <laughs> the pain is an indicator that something is wrong. But when you feel the pain, it's usually also a good indicator that something is functioning right. Because if you had pung your nail and the brain didn't say to the mouth and the hand, lift him up so I could suck on him, or, 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 or the, the, the brain didn't say to the thighs, take hand, take the thumb down between the air. If, if, if something wasn't working appropriately, church, when, when the pain was taking place, the rest of the body would disassociate itself from it. So pain is an indicator that something is wrong, but it's also a good indicator that something is right. So I want us to appreciate this. As we go through our struggle and you might be hurting and need for us to understand why it's so important for us to be connected to God and be connected to each other. This is not about just me and my God. This is about being connected to God, being connected to Christ, but also being connected to everybody else. Because guess what? If I'm connecting with you and you're going through pain, then I'm going through pain too. It's the thumb that got hit, but we feel it in the toes. It's the toe that had stumped on, or, 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 on, the, on the corner of the shelf or the bed, but guess what? I feel it in my stomach. When we are connected the way that we are supposed to, it might not have been your family that is suffering a loss right now, but we're so connected that I feel your grief the exact same way. It might be your family that might be in shambles right now. My family might be good, but we're so connected that I feel the same pain that you're feeling. So we need to be so connected that when there is time to rejoice, we can rejoice with others. And we need to be so connected that when somebody is in their house of mourning, I'll put my black curtains up as well. Because I'm in mourning as well. Because when one member hurts, the entire body hurts with it. And when one member is honored, the entire body is honored with it. Anybody here hurting? Any, anybody here? Lift, lift your hands up. Any, anybody here hurting? We, we, we have some hurting folks. If one, just one was hurting, that means the entire church mm -hmm. needs to rally to it. Could I ask you to do something? We're going to sing just one more song. And we're going to take this opportunity as we normally do to pray. We're going to have some of our elders come down here to the front. I'm done. We're going to have some of our elders come down here to the front. 
If you want to come and pray with our elder, I want to encourage you to make your way down. If you don't, if you don't feel like you have the strength to walk down on your own, I want you to say to the person next to you, will you walk with me? But while we're doing that, I'm encouraging you while in your space where you are to just lock arms with your family, lock arms with the people that are right here. You may have huddled with the people that are here or the people that are behind. I want to encourage us to take this opportunity to just pray over each other, pray for each other, pray with each other, because this is a time where we get the opportunity to participate in the pain and help to encourage the person while they go through what they are going through. Could I say one last thing and we'll be done? So David, it's all you at this point. Could I say one last thing and we'll be done? Do not attempt to go through your frustrations by mm -hmm. yourself. Do not delude yourself or, or fall prey to the lie of the devil in thinking that you could do it on your own. The hand is attached to the arm. The arm is connected to the shoulder. The shoulder still has to get some feedback from the brain to say, bring your hand to your mouth. Everything in the body is connected. And I want us to understand that we are all connected in Christ, but we also need to be connected to one another. We can't do it, church, on our own. So one last time, as David comes up, as we sing this song, look at the person next to you and tell them this, I need you. Tell them for But tell them this as well too. Tell them you need me.